0: Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Mark Aflalo of Double Tap TV has some good news for you. If you've ever sent out a text and then we're like, "Uh uh-oh. At least if you're an Apple user. Mark, of course, is the co-host of Double Tap TV, which you can find Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. And we say good morning to Mark in Montreal. Hello, Mark. Hello, Dave. How are you? I'm well. So, Mark, unsending and editing text messages. What's going on with this iOS software update?
1: Well, you know, people might be familiar with this kind of feature if they think back to like their office exchange systems where they can recall emails when they send it accidentally a little too early. You forgot to sign off or you forgot to you know, throw in some expletives at some, someone you're pissed off with. <laughs> well, nowadays, uh, it's been obviously it's hard to do that. We've heard stories on Twitter and Facebook, people wanting to be able to edit their tweets and there's obviously some issues there. But now in iOS 16, which is slated for release in just a couple weeks now, uh, you're you're going to have the ability to, after you send an iMessage, and let's remember, iMessage is only between iPhone and iPhone users, uh, you'll be able to, within two minutes, actually recall that message, delete it entirely, or even edit that. So if that, you know, accidental message, maybe too late at night after you got home after a long night and you sent it, and you're like, oh, wait a second, maybe I shouldn't have sent that. If you've got two minutes to spare, uh, you can unsend that, or you can edit that, <laughs> you can make sure you don't piss anybody off in the wrong way. Uh, a feature that's been In the works, I mean, people have been asking for this for for years now. Uh, On the Android side, uh, you you tell me, is this something that you can do on the Android side? I don't think so.
0: I've never been able to do it on an Android-to-Android Blue Message or a Samsung-to-Samsung Blue Message. But where you can do it is on WhatsApp, which I've always found very appreciative. Because every now and then, especially in some of those group chats, as you say, sometimes a little closer to the uh, late-night shawarma, maybe you have a little bit of a take that's a teensy (laughs) bit spicier than the garlic that you're eating.
1: I like that late night shawarma. I do late night like nine nights and pizza, but we're going yeah, to be at WhatsApp is one of those apps that are so over uh, underrated, I think, because it's just you know, when there was a gap in the market for messaging across platforms, and this goes back to the BlackBerry Messenger days, you yeah. know, and people yeah. didn't let go of their BlackBerry because they didn't want to get rid of that one feature uh, and suddenly got sucked into it on a new operating system. WhatsApp filled the gap, and it really did help kind of bridge bridge that between everybody. But yeah, now this feature's coming. Along with a whole lot more, there's a lot of exciting things on the horizon um, with Apple announcing their, their fall iPhone event uh, in just a week from now. A week and a day, we'll be seeing what might be unveiled uh, or We'll be seeing what will be unveiled in Cupertino this year.
0: So hold your horses on the horizon because I do want to ask you a couple of specificity questions when this does drop on iOS 16. Can you describe how a user is going to be able to edit their message, like what what that process is going to be like?
1: So you send a message and it becomes blue, which means that it's an iMessage, and you see right underneath it whether it's been delivered or not. Well, that delivery notification and that sending is actually going to be kind of held in cyberspace for a two-minute period. If you press and hold that message for a momentary press, or they call it a long press on iOS, it's going to start wiggling like the home screen wiggles when you want to change something, and you'll be able to hit edit or you'll be able to hit delete, and you'll actually be able to delete the message entirely. Now, this means that the message actually could be delayed in being sent to the other person. So this is a feature that you're going to want to be careful of, because if you're communicating iMessage Imo- to iMessage and you want to make sure those things get to somebody quickly, like in the broadcast world, we send a text we needed to get there. Yeah, prompt, um, you prompt. D- <laughs> You're going to want you're going to want to turn that off. You're going to want to turn that feature off and you're going to want to not have to worry about, you know, what you're sending or not sending to someone because there is that gap and delay that allows that feature to actually work. And so it's really that simple. Press and hold and you'll be able to get those features. We officially
0: live in a world where two minutes of delay seems uh, seems daunting. Oh, no. What am I going to do if my text takes two minutes longer to get to someone?
1: It's like seven-second delay in broadcast, right? You know, God forbid, you know, we have seven seconds of delay here. Now we're looking at two minutes just to have an iMessage. But, you know, you'll be able to also obviously correct something that you might have spanned, whether it's a misspelling. How many times have people send me a text and do oh, Mark gosh, with a K yeah. instead of Mark with a C? Uh, and really, it's about those blunders, you know, those things like I really shouldn't have sent that. <laughs> Why didn't I think this through the first time? You want to recall that, then you can absolutely do it. I, I always find it funny, though. Is don't, don't forget, you have to know what the other person is using, right? You have to see that blue, that blue bubble. Yeah. Which is hard. And we don't know how this is gonna work yet on the accessibility side of things when you're using voiceover. Does it describe, you know, whether it's a text message or an iMessage? So we're gonna have to see how that oh, function works. Yeah.
0: That's a good observation. You yeah, gotta think yeah. about that
1: aspect. If you're not you actually looking at the phone, you can't see the phone. How does voiceover define that? And then what are the functions do that? You know what? You just gave me a great idea for the Sean of the Shed episode. Right? Hey, hey, there we go. Down over here. I message
0: okay. We perfect. love producing on the fly on this show. It's how we do most <laughs> of our best to work. Uh, Mark, this may be diving way too deep into the zeros and ones, but what is this going to mean in terms of a cutoff for folks who may have a model of, of Apple device who can't get iOS 16? That was asked really poorly, but, but is there I, going to I be a cutoff? You're
1: so if, you're, if you have an older phone, will it still work? Is that the question? That and is really well is, done.
0: That's, that's, that's a nice <laughs> job of summating a poorly phrased question on my end.
1: In, a, in another life, Dave, I'm a Dave Brown translator. Uh, English, Dave Brown to English. Uh, so uh, it, it has, there's no restrictions. Because it's a software based feature that doesn't require any specific hardware, there are no limitations in terms of how far back in terms of uh, phones. That being said, iOS 16 is only compatible, I believe, with, uh, you know what, I'll have to look this up while we do this. I think it's iPhone 10 and above. Okay. But, but, you know, that's the only limitation is whether the hardware itself will actually support it, and and it's not hardware driven; it's software driven. So, will the hardware support iOS 16? If it does, that feature will be available. Okay, that's better said. Okay.
0: You see, <laughs> you see, I mean, that's that, but like that's it. Like, it, it can get really complicated as you try to like lay these things out for people. Totally, because there's some folks who are still very happy to have their their Apple iPhone 4, right? Like they like oh, they, look, absolutely, like they, they absolutely they love that device, but now they're not going to get these little perks. Which, by the way, happens across a lot of a lot of updates, right? That after you've had yeah. a phone for two or three years. Oftentimes, you are going to be left out of all the software
1: updates. Listen, totally. And you know, if I look now, so the answer is iPhone eight and above. So okay, as as generations have evolved, we've we've we've, we've kind of hit this plateau in terms of hardware. Like hardware has gotten so fast. And so attainable and so cheap that it's not really affecting the software. Like the software is able to continue to support all these older chips and older models because the hardware is not advancing as fast as, or or it is advancing. But it, but back to the iPhone eight, it's still as powerful. So yeah. that's why iOS yeah. sixteen could work that far back. Back in the day when you're looking at like iOS. 14 or 13, like it had a smaller shelf life. It only worked on newer devices. Now we're seeing longer and longer lifespans. That being said, it probably would work on an iPhone that's prior, but Apple just doesn't let that happen because they do want people out of those older devices because they only, once they discontinue a device like the iPhone 8, for example, or even the iPhone 10, which is discontinued now, They have to legally support that device with parts and and manufacturer warranty and stuff for a certain period of time. And they don't want to do that for too long because that means they have to hang on to stuff that doesn't make them money. So this is why when they release an operating system like this, they can via the software say, you know what? It's going to be iPhone 8 and beyond, only the things that we still legally have to support right now.
0: I'll never forget in the summer of 2011, I bought a new iPod and I was like, oh, it's going to be so great. I'm going to spend the summer living in Toronto, but I can load up all the music on my computer onto this new iPod because it's big enough. And then I plugged yeah. it into my computer and it said, no, no, Dave, uh, this is only compatible with <laughs> Mac OS Snow Leopard. And I don't know. I don't Snow know, Leopard. I don't, I don't yeah. know what OS I was on at the time, but it certainly wasn't Snow Leopard. And I'll never forget how many expletives I used that morning to be like, I just spent three...
1: And now you're a PC person and that's what happened. And that
0: that is actually kind of (laughs) what happened. That is kind of, well, that wasn't the final nail, but that was definitely a nail in the, uh, I don't know, somewhat large coffin uh, for my old iMac that I loved. Uh, Mark, You mentioned other stuff on the horizon, expectations, brambling and brewing out of some events uh, next week. So what is on the agenda or expectations for Apple to announce this fall?
1: We're definitely going to hear about new iPhones. The iPhone 14 is around the corner. We're not expecting major changes uh, other than new camera systems, which is something we pretty much get every couple of years. Obviously, some new colors, maybe some new cases. We're expecting to hear about a new pro version or a rugged version of the Apple Watch. This is, you know, on the rumor scale, probably I'd say about 50% likeliness. Something that's going to be 47 millimeters, a little bit bigger, a little bit more flat of a design. Something that was supposed to rumored to have come out last year uh, that wasn't, so it was pushed away. Uh, iOS 16, of course, will be announced. Uh, iOS 16 for iPads pushed about a month because they're still working on certain features there. And we're expecting to see uh, some new AirPods and some other small little tidbits. There's also rumors about satellite phone capabilities on the iPhone. Again, very, very, very premature rumors. So. You know, nothing is ever really told until the day of. Apple can pull something the last minute. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Literally a week and a day from now and just a couple hours. Mark, thank you for this. We appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Dave. You've been listening to Now with Dave Brown. Hit the subscribe button on any podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review.
1: The Walrus is Canada's conversation and you're invited to take part.